Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So I went to the feast yesterday. It was the last day of the Feast of the Assumption, uh, the festival that happens in Little Italy. I saw your picture of what did you eat? Was it like a cheesesteak? <laughs> that is a, an Italian beef sandwich. Oh, it looked so good. I was so jealous. It really was so good. Oh. Uh, I got that from Corbo's. Um, yeah, that was delicious. Here's only half of my family went yesterday. Um, okay. and I was a little disappointed about it. I was a little bummed out, um, because literally yesterday was the last day that my family would have been all together before Paula goes back to work and the kids go back to school. So who didn't go Paula and which son? No, the, uh, the boys did not go. Oh, really? Yeah, both boys. So it was Drew, the one that was making the most. Uh, he was uh, rocking the boat the most when I got home. I could tell like he was in a bad mood. Um, <laughs> we're trying to get him dressed and, and like we're going to go get some lunch at uh, the feast. And he's just running around just like, I don't want to go to Little oh, Italy. Oh, gosh. I don't want to go to the feast. And he's railing against it. I don't even think he knows what he's talking about. Like, I don't, I mean, he probably remembers going last year. Yeah. But I don't know. I think he's just being contrarian just to be con- contrarian. Right. In the moment. Like, I think that we could have said we were going to go to Disneyland. I think he would have argued against it. But he was just like, I, I don't like Italian food. <laughs> I do, and it, he was just, it was just too much. And he's like, I want to go to grandma's. And, and so you're like, okay, see ya. I, yeah. I, <laughs> and I always feel bad about doing this. But I texted grandma and she wasn't going to, she was home. She wasn't going to be doing anything. And Will was fine. But I, we flat out asked Will, do you want to go to the feast or do you want to go over to grandma's? And he was honest and he said, I want to go to grandma's. Well, then there you go. You got a little date day out of it. That had to be nice. I know. But I also feel like I'm giving in to Drew and his demands. Like the, the little terrorist wins. When <laughs> I don't want him to think that if he just, just because he doesn't want to go somewhere with us, right. that he can just pitch a fit and get a free ride down to grandma's. I don't. Well, that's what you did. <laughs> but I, yeah, I gave in to him and, uh, and I was bummed out because I was like, this is the, this is literally the last day that we have to spend together as a family before everybody goes off in their own different directions again. It's so hard though, because you know that if you would have made them go, it would not have been an enjoyable experience. It would not have been. And that's, 
I think that's what pushed me over the edge is because I, I see so little of Paula right now. Yeah. Like her work schedule is so different from mine. Like I, I just looking at the week ahead, I'm not going to see her the rest of this week. Basically, she works nights for the rest of this week. Oh goodness! So it's like I do not want to take the boys and have them ruin one one nice day that I can have with Paula. Right. I never see her anymore, and so I thought that was important too. And how was it? Out how of ten? Was, how was the feast? Yeah. Let's get into that uh, because late in the show yesterday, we were talking about things in your life that are overrated. Correct. And I was talking about how I thought the feast was overrated. We'll get into this and a bunch of things because we asked you, tell us something that you think is is overrated, but you're still exposed to it. You still participate in it. And I have a long We're list. We're going to ruffle some feathers this morning <laughs> for sure. I think it's an interesting discussion, though. We'll get into that next. It's the Q Morning Show. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we're kind of having part two of a conversation we were having yesterday about things in your life that you feel are overrated. Correct. And for whatever reason, maybe you're still you're still doing it. You're still participating in it. Maybe you even like it a little bit. But when it comes down to it, when you think about it, it's kind of overrated. Right. Being overrated and hating something, not the same thing. Exactly right. It's it's definitely a, a nuanced conversation that we're having here. Uh, Tim is in Strongsville. Tim, good morning. Good morning, guys. Tell us something that you think is uh, a little overrated. Well, while I drink my Starbucks uh, whole milk latte, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cuyahoga County Fair. Uh-oh. Huh. <laughs> I, mean, I see that. When was, when was the I last time? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, when was the last time you've been to the fair? Well, I wanted to go this year. I couldn't, but I went uh, last year and I think the year before, and I'm always excited to go to see the animals, and they always have music that's interesting. But every time I go... I get disgusted by, like, they put bacon on donuts, and the people, <laughs> they look bad. The people look bad. Sometimes they're barefoot. It seems to be muddy. There's a a smell that I don't like, so I'm always like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Tim, I can't disagree with you. In fact, uh, I did not go to the Cuyahoga County Fair this year, to be fair, uh, but I did go to another festival-type environment this year. The one thing I've noticed is that... If you want to play the games with the carnies, um, because Drew, he's my eight-year-old, he wanted to play this game. It was like some basketball game. I didn't even understand what he was trying to do. To throw this basketball, it goes into some bucket. And he got three tries to do it, but it cost $10. What? Just for him to play this game. It cost just as much as Tim's oat milk latte from Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah. So if you go in, so you have admission into the festival. You have to uh, buy ride bracelets or, or ride tickets, and then you play these games. You're walking out of there with like $120 out of your pocket. Yeah, it's a complete ripoff. And then if you win, you get a crappy uh, stuffed animal that leaks little white. It's not a quality item that you're winning there for sure. All right, and Tim. I want to like the carnival, I really do, but every time I go, I'm like, 
And the, I'm sorry, I'm not a beautiful person, but I'll say these people look bad. Oh, they dress bad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I'm sorry. Let's be nice. We'll see you at the fair next year, Jim. Yeah, really. <laughs> we'll give it another shot. So, what are some of those uh, admissions that you're uh, getting in? The okay. submissions for for overrated things. Yeah, what do you have? Because I have a list on too. The Facebook post. Um, uh-huh. The Kardashians. I feel like a lot of people think that um, someone said American football, which is controversial. Someone said Ikea, hmm. Chick-fil-A, Beyonce. I'm leaving mine out because I think mine is going to be the most shocking. So what did they tell us on Instagram? I had, an, I had one for Chick-fil-A. I don't know if I would say Chick-fil-A is overrated. I would, I would say that, I mean, there are people that love it. I, I think it's fine. I think If I see a, a large line, a, a huge line at Chick-fil-A, I won't go. Right. So, so maybe in that regard, it's overrated. I won't wait around for for Chick Fil A. Uh, I have someone that wrote down TikTok. Oh, as overrated. Do that you person feel- doesn't have TikTok, guaranteed. See, I've been on TikTok. I don't know if I can call it overrated. I just don't enjoy it. Right. There's too there's too much fluff in order to get to the good stuff. Like I, I just. It's a time waster for me. Right, right, right. So I don't I know if that. I would. I don't know if I would call it overrated because it is the largest social media app in the world. Um, okay, are you ready for the most controversial thing I'm ever going to say on the Q Morning Show? Yeah, let's talk about yours. I've said this to you off the air, and you have you don't have a guess? No, I, I can't guess. What I think is overrated is Taylor Swift. No, I can't. I can't. I, she, I mean, look, I get it. She's good. She makes bangers. <laughs> like, she does. I, and I'm not going to take that away from her. She makes great pop songs. But the hysteria. The hysteria. People naming the city, mayors naming cities after her. Them lining up a day before the show for the merch line. It's insanity. Okay. I hear everything that you're saying. And I'm a little bit like you, where I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I would not spend an extraordinary amount of money Thousands to go see... Thousands of dollars. Right. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't stand in line for, at a merch line. I don't... I think that I would only go to a show if I had free tickets. Right. But, so you think she's a little overrated, too? No, I don't. I don't. I just don't think you can call Taylor Swift overrated when you factor in how much money she has brought in for the economy this summer for all these cities, uh, what she's done, what she does for her employees with the, the bonuses that she gave to those truck drivers. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what else is on that. Um, I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, the, the number one hit songs, the streaming yeah. numbers. Well, we agreed that being overrated doesn't mean you hate it or can't appreciate it. I can do both. I just think the hysteria is crazy. Right, but it's not for you. But I think she's properly rated. I think Mm-mm. she deserves all the hype and all the accolades that are coming towards her. See, I told you it was going to be very controversial. I think it's controversial. I also think you're wrong. Well, someone, there's two people just text in. They agree with me. So let's see how many more we get. Q104, good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. It is so crazy about how I will have a conversation with somebody, usually my wife, Paula, 
and then I'll come into work the next day, and right here in my news feed is the exact thing that I was talking about the day before. Let's hear it. Tell me if you don't think this is an incredible thing, an incredible idea. Taking a sleep vacation. Yes. Incredible idea. Right. It's, (laughs) It's so great. I don't even need to hear any more details. The answer is yes. So because... If you're sleep deprived in your life, and if you listen to the show, you know Morgan and I are sleep deprived. Very, especially right now. It's not. Ju- it's not just that we get up at the the crazy hour. Uh, for some reason, right now, I'm not sleeping the the hours that I want to sleep. Same. I can't fall asleep. So there's this sleep vacation that people are talking about. It basically you just go on some sort of a sleep retreat, and all you really do is book a luxury hotel room somewhere. Mm-hmm. And close all the drapes. Maybe they, maybe get the room with the blackout shades. Oh, love it. Or something like that. And I brought this up yesterday to Paula. I actually said this. I said, we should look into like maybe some weekend or just some one night. Let's just book a room somewhere. Like I suggested the Crown Plaza right next to us because uh-huh. we work at the Halley building downtown. The Crown Plaza is right next door. I said, that would be great. I mean, I don't even have to take a day off work if it's a weeknight. I'll just get up and and go straight to work no, from the Crown no. Plaza. If you're going on a sleep vacation, you have to sleep in until at least 7. Yeah, maybe I'll do, arrange it where it's like a Friday morning yeah. and then yeah, something I'll I'll figure it out. But anyway, Paula shot this idea down. Why? Cuz she doesn't have to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, she doesn't sleep that great either. Yeah. Like she even this morning she was up with me. She's wondering like because my, I woke up this morning five minutes before my alarm, mm-hmm. and I just laid there staring at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And she got up, and she's like, "What are you? Are you sleeping, or what are you doing right now?" <laughs> I said, "I'm up. I'm just staring at the ceiling. I'm, right. I'll get out of bed in a second. But I mean, her her sleep vibes are are off right now. But sleep, why doesn't she want to do a sleep vacation? She's like, I don't want to spend money on a hotel room just to go sleep. And I'm like, that sounds glorious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said that sounds exactly what we yeah. should be doing. There's only one thing that would be a little bit better: go to the luxury hotel, make sure that they have. A pool. If it's on a beach, even better. So you can choose where you're sleeping. Are you sleeping outside by the water? Great. Are you hmm. sleeping inside in a luxury hotel room? Also great. Have you ever slept well next to a pool? Yeah. What about oh, yeah? What about the beach? Yes. You've slept on the on the beach. I and- can sleep anytime, anywhere. One time I slept thirteen hours on a van floor. <laughs> I was 13, but I bet I could do it at the ripe age of 30. I had just been abducted. (laughs) No, I was just going down to South Carolina. Man, did I get a great night's sleep. (laughs) Luckily, they returned me to my home the next day. Exactly. I didn't complain. Uh, Hash it out this morning. So we have a married couple. Uh, I know the guy's name is Rusty. Do you remember the the, Melinda. Melinda. Uh, I I don't know what they're fighting about. I don't think it's a sleep vacation. Whatever it is, we're going to step in and try to help them out. Hash it out. That's next. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we are ready to hash it out here this morning. Now, hash it out. It doesn't have to be a couple in a relationship. It doesn't have to be you and your SO. It could be anybody in your life that you're having conflict, really. It could be a parent, could be a friend, a, a roommate. Yeah, any, all of the above. 
could be uh, the guy that uh, is taking your parking tickets at the parking mm-hmm. garage. I don't know why you would want to fight with that guy. But if you need to, we are here for you. Uh, but this morning we do have... Husband and wife. Yeah, we do. It's Melinda and Rusty. Melinda, good morning. Hey, good morning. And your husband, Rusty, is here. Now, he is listening to everything you say, but you came mm-hmm. to us first with this issue. So let's get into it. What do okay. we need to hash it out this morning? My husband is throwing a fit <laughs> about our 10-year-old daughter wanting to join a performing arts club this year. Okay. He doesn't want her to join the performing arts club? No. He says it's a scam. And those were his exact words. It's a scam. Why does he think that? Because there are these, like, mandatory fundraisers that they have to do, um, which I feel is typical for any youth organization. But he's just adamant we have to find something else for her. Um, But, I mean, she did, like, a a long, like, seven-week program over the summer, and she loved it. So it's just really going to crush her if we say no. Okay, so this... This arts club, she's been involved before. I'm assuming she's made friends from being involved in this club. Right. And you don't believe it's a scam? No, I think, I mean, I remember doing these when I was a kid. I remember we had to go door to door with a little catalog of wrapping paper. I just think it's normal. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's anything weird about it. Did you have to sell anything when you were a kid, uh, Morgan? All the time. Candy bars, yeah. candles, all of it. I, remember I hated it. <laughs> when we had to sell candy bars, I remember my dad would just have to buy the whole box. <laughs> like on the last day, he's like, well, here's 30 bucks because you didn't sell anything. Right. Uh, okay, Rusty. Hey. Let's bring you in right here. So you heard what Melinda had to say, and I'm assuming you've had, this is not the first time you've had this conversation with her, but tell us why you believe that this performing arts club is a big scam. Okay, look, she, she's not telling you the whole story right away. So first and foremost, my, my daughter, she's already been in it. She did it over the summer. The amount of fundraisers that they do is insane on top of already how much I have to pay. Look, she has to go to class one day out of the week. Yeah, just one day. So that's 60 bucks a month, one day out of the week. Then every, like, two to three weeks, there's another fundraiser. In total, last time, we did five different fundraisers and here's the thing I, I wouldn't mind the fundraisers all that much but there is a, um, a minimum requirement to how many things you sell now each one you pretty much only get to sell one or two things but they need you to do five so i'm having to pay the difference to do that each time because all the kids they've already seen all the other parents that we're going to buy like it's it's a small world small community so they've already seen everybody so they want you to keep buying it every single time it's not on top of the money that I've already spent in. It's just ridiculous. And this is one of those teachers, like, look, I'm not trying to, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little upset about this. Yes, you, you sound it. <laughs> Dude, they're just taking our money. So that's the main issue that you have is that you have a $60 a month tuition, and then you have fundraisers, and are you, like, confused about where the money is going? Exactly, because it's like there's nothing else. Like, we have to pay for costumes, so they're not even doing costumes. We have to pay for the travel when they want to go places. So it's like a we're paying for you for the fundraisers. We're paying the tuition. We're paying for um, all the travel and the costumes. So we're paying for the cost of putting on the performances. So where is the fundraiser money coming? Like, why do you need all that? I understand we got to pay everybody, but it's like, yo, this is— through this with you. They have the teachers to pay. They have 
They do it in a real theater. They rent the theater space. It costs money. She doesn't even teach. She t- like most oh of the class, she was kind of just talking about herself and all like the things that she used to do. Okay, any club she joins, it's going to be the same thing. They all do these fundraisers. It's just not a big deal. I don't know what at least see if they will. I I feel more comfortable. We can at least see if another club will, will do it this much, or at least if we can ask around. I don't want to get her out of the arts. Like I want her, I want her in dance. She loves dance, but like there's got to there, there there has to be another one. All right. Okay. This All is right. the one she wants to do. Her friends are in this one, and I just think you're going to crush her if you say no. All right, you guys, hang on right there. Russ, you're going to need to go get some oxygen. <laughs> uh, Melinda, hang on for a second. 216-474-0104. Do you have any follow-up questions for our couple today, for Rusty and Melinda? Morgan? No, I don't have any questions. I am definitely on one of these person's side, yeah, 100%. Me too. Me too. And it's Melinda's, right? I don't know. Rusty, here's what it comes down to for me. Does your daughter love this arts club? Does she love it? If you ask me... Does she love it? It's a yes or no question. Does she love it? (laughs) My child loves running and playing in dirt. (laughs) Does she love it, Rusty? Yes, but... That's No but. No but. That's what it comes down to me. 216-474-0104. We're going to hash it out next. No way it was last night. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Rusty and Melinda are on Hash It Out this morning. And here's what we're trying to to figure out between the two of them. So their daughter is very much involved in... In performing arts, and yes. there's a specific performing arts club that she's been a part of. I she's think, ten. I think that's important too. And um, Melinda wants the daughter to, to continue in the club and, and, and support her passion. Rusty is against enrolling her in this club uh, for this year because he thinks that not only are the fees astronomical, but the amount of fundraising they do is just over the top. Yeah, he said it was a $60 a month tuition for one hour a week, and then they have these mandatory fundraisers. And I think his point was we're still paying tuition. We have to pay for the costumes. We have to pay for the performances. Where is this money going? Let's get to Dee Dee in Cleveland so she can chime in on this. Dee Dee, good morning. Good morning. What do you think about this? Team Rusty or Team Melinda? I'm actually Team Rusty on this one, and I'm Team Rusty because I feel like just with all the costs and everything that's going on, that could be a lot. And then if it's coming out of his pocket, that is kind of frustrating. And just the back and forth, like you said, with the travel, it sounds like the club is not really responsible for any of it. So it's kind of like, yeah, where is my money going? And then as much as we don't want to say no to our kids sometimes, it's like, ooh, you know, can we possibly – find somewhere else maybe where the program could be cheaper maybe in a different city you know or something like that so i'm kind of too rusty with this one i'm not advocating being irresponsibly uh irresponsible with your money and and certainly if there's uh another program that that maybe does it better maybe look into that do your due your due diligence and and try to figure that out but morgan i think that I think what Melinda said is absolutely correct. Whatever their daughter is going to get into, you're going to face something like this. I mean, my boys are both in travel sports, 
And this is what it this is what it's like yeah. for whatever team that they're on. There's going to be some sort of a fundraiser. There's going to be uh, extra costs. Now, um, every program is different. Some are more expensive. Some are cheaper. You got to figure out the one that works for you but let and me your kid. Ask you this question: When your boys do fundraisers, do you know what the money is going towards? I don't have like a a spreadsheet breakdown but you, of but what they're do doing you with the know? money. No, I'm going to take them at their word that they're using the money to, to defray costs for uh, whatever it is, for the program, for uniforms, whatever whatever they're trying to raise money for. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going to, to trust them that they, they know what they're doing. See, because I feel like that little detail is where I go in Team Rusty. Because if you ask, you know, uh, the musical theater company... Can you just tell me where this money is going and they don't have an answer for you? That's a big red flag to me. It's a big red flag. Okay. And if they give you generic answers like the salaries and we have to rent space, it's like you said, they're still buying the costumes. They're giving them $60 a week times however many students. Maybe it's because I was a dance teacher for a long time. Like I knew where that money was going. Sure, I'm not disagreeing with you where you should do your research and find out, you know, where your money is specifically going. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I guess what I'm saying generally is if their kid is into this, if they're into the arts club, if they if they love it, if it's their passion, if their friends are in, are there and they want to be a part of it, find a way to make sure that she's a part of it. And maybe it's becoming a part of the solution. Maybe join the board. Maybe join the the fundraising committee. If you don't like the way that they're raising money, get involved. You find another way to raise money. But I I, I think that that should be the the ultimate goal in mind is to to figure out how to to keep your kid involved. And because you're doing this for her. There are a million dance studios. There are a million musical theater, you know, companies or whatever. I feel like. If it were me, I would want my kid to be in something that was a little bit more transparent about the money. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you there. I don't think we helped anybody. (laughs) I don't think we helped anybody. No, why did we never help anybody? It's a complicated thing. I mean, we don't we don't have all the details. Yeah, I'm just saying, do everything you can to make sure that the kid is happy. That's the most important thing here, right? And find out where your money's going. (laughs) Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's do this, Morgan. Let's meet our contestants for this morning. First up from Middleburg Heights, it is Catherine. Catherine, good morning. Good morning. Let's meet your challenger from the city of Painesville. It's Haley. Haley, good morning. Morning. Welcome in, ladies, to Battle of the Burbs. It's a best of four question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. I need questions before we begin. Nope. No. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Zoe Deschanel played Jess in what Fox sitcom? Catherine. Haley. Catherine? New Girl. New Girl is correct. Question number two. How old was Queen Elizabeth II when she was crowned the Queen of England? Anyone? That would be a time buzzer. The correct answer is 27. Catherine still in the lead with one. If you get this next question right, you will win. Haley, you have to get this one to stay in the game. Question number three. Here in the U.S., what was the first state? Catherine. Catherine for the win. New Hampshire. Was not New Hampshire. Haley, do you have a guess? Washington? Was not Washington. We'll save that one for tomorrow. It's a little cheat sheet if you're listening. Okay, so we're at the same place. Catherine, you could win. Haley, you could tie and force a tiebreaker question in question number four. In a website browser address bar, what does www stand for? Catherine for the win. World Wide Web. World Wide Web is correct. do you actually type in www anymore i, I never do, do you do literally never i i still do it <laughs> you're a creature of habit bill it's all right i type in google when i'm on google <laughs> sometimes I, I do that too it's I'm, okay i'm trying to google something and then i type in google it's like well I, i'm already here right why am i typing it again right Catherine, you're the best oh you guys are the best we will see you soon to go see Philip Phillips, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So I'm excited to play a game because a lot of times I can't play the games around here. When we're playing Battle of the Burbs, I can't play, obviously. Right, right. And then a lot of times I'm hosting the games that we play. So whenever I get to be a contestant, it's exciting. Yes, and I, wanna, I think you're going to do good at this game. I want to kill it. We're going to play Abbreviate That Stay. I just made it up. Oh. I know it's not like the best <laughs> title ever, but that's what we're going to do. What is it? Abbreviate the State? Yes. Okay. Here's what happened. Yesterday I was working on my Save the Dates um, because obviously I have to mail them out soon. And I realized I'm really bad at state abbreviations. Okay. <laughs> like I had to look a lot of them up on Google to figure out if they were right. So I figured we would put you to the test and see how many you would get right if I quiz you. Okay. So when you 
Are you going to say the state and then I have to abbreviate it? Or are you going to give me the abbreviation and then I say the state? I'm going to give you the state. Okay. You're going to abbreviate it, but I'm going to give you a three-second timer. Oh, gosh. To see. Should we do five seconds? You can do it in three seconds. All right, I'll try. Should we do three or five? I'll let you pick. Give me five. Okay, five seconds. We'll start out easy. Practice round, okay? Okay. Ohio. O-H. Pennsylvania. P-A. Oklahoma. Okay. See, you did all three of those in five seconds, so you're on the right track. Okay, but here's where we're going to get a little difficult. I'm making it three seconds. Ready? Mm-hmm. Montana. MT. Good job. Two seconds and 58 milliseconds. Virginia. VA. Wyoming. W-Y. Yeah, that one's hard. <laughs> well, it's only because, it's only because I want it. To mispronounce it, my my brain wants to say why. Yeah, I know what it is. Okay, ready? Yes. Washington. W A. Alaska. A K. Delaware. D E. Oh my gosh, you're a professional. Okay, ready? Couple more. Okay. Kansas. K S. Missouri. M O. Mississippi. M I. No. No. M S. M S. Wow. Okay, I only have two more. Getting all my buzzards wrong, too. Guam. Oh, Guam? (laughs) What do we call that? Is that a friendly? A U.S. friendly? Yep. I don't know. G-U? Yes! Is it? (laughs) Yes. All right. One last one. And I did have to write this, so this is why I'm asking. Australia. A-U. Yes! You did amazing! What? It's funny that you said abbreviate the states and you throw in Guam and Australia yeah, at the end. Yeah, you know, some curveballs, but I did what? have to write those on a couple of save the dates. What in the world? I know, right. David has too many foreign friends. I can't <laughs> handle it. And um, I, basically, I was testing you to see if you would write my save the dates. You're this, so much better at it than I am. This would be fun during your wedding. To do some sort of a like a roll call, like, yeah. <laughs> like just find out where everybody's from, like right. who, who had to travel the farthest to be at Morgan's wedding today. It would definitely be our friend from Australia. Yeah, it could be. Well, there you go. Congratulations, you are smarter hey, than I. I feel good. <laughs> feel good this morning. Let's bring that game to television. <laughs> Abbreviate the state. Love it. Uh, so, what happened? You were. Uh, Attacked by an animal yesterday? Is that what happened? A, a small animal, but it was still a very awkward situation. I almost cried. All right, let's get into this. Next. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes you feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Q104, the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So tell me about your animal encounter. Oh my God, stop. Were you shot? Were you surprised? Did it jump out? Did it, did it attack you? Gives me the heebie jeebies. What happened? Okay. So I was in my apartment and. You don't have any pets in your apartment. I what, know. What well, is there an animal doing in there? Well, it was an insect, okay? But insects are still animals because they reproduce, they breathe oxygen, all the things. But do you know what a house centipede is? I, I don't think I. I don't think I do. Okay, offhand. hold on. I have to show you the picture because you, oh, even the picture is so disgusting. You do not understand how gross these things Ew. are. I, I mean, just repulsive. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> they're centipedes, but their legs are like super long and they have a million of them. 
and they're harmless. They actually are good for your house because they eat, you know, other, other bugs, other bad bugs, but they they look disgusting, right? Sure. I stop even talk. I'm getting like hives just wanting to talk about it. So last night I get out of the shower. I had my robe on the bathroom floor for whatever reason. I put my robe on and on the inside of the sleeve of the robe against my skin. Oh, so it's trapped in there with you. What the house centipede crawling up my robe. Yeah, on the outside of the oh. robe. That's one thing, but it would when it's on the inside? On the inside of my robe. I immediately got back in the shower. Yeah. I took the robe off, immediately got back in the shower. Stayed in there for like another 20 minutes. Oh my, is that not the grossest thing ever? There's a lot of bad places to find a bug, right? Like maybe in the shower or in your bed. But I would say in your robe that you then put on your body is one of the worst places to find an insect. Yeah. So do you want to do insects or do you want to do animals? Well, an insect is an animal. I Googled it. I don't know. I Google not... is king in this Q Morning Show studio. <laughs> okay. I said, is an insect an animal? And it says, insects are considered animals because they reproduce sexually, breathe oxygen, consume organic material, and are able to move. Okay, so let's say if you can... If if the animal is at the zoo, <laughs> yeah. then it's perfectly appropriate sure. for you to chime in on this. There are insects at the zoo. There are. That's why, yeah, if 216-474-0104, if you encountered an animal, I've got multiple stories I could tell you. About insects? I have one insect story and I have one animal story. Okay. Uh, not going to tell you now. Let's open this up. 216-474-0104. Uh, let's share stories about your animal slash insect encounter. That's next. Q104. Great to have you here this morning. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. We're talking about your animal encounter, your insect encounter, where you encountered an animal you never expected to encounter mm-hmm. one. A house centipede in my robe yesterday. Disgusting. My, my insect story is just me, and I'm driving down the highway, and all of a sudden, this spider just starts lowering itself in front from, of you from my visor. Stop from the, the right above my head, just just lowering down slowly. I can't can't really pull over, can't really stop. So I'm just like fumbling to get the window open, and I'm trying to like bat it out Ooh. the window. I hate it. I mean, it's it's amazing I have not crashed my car in an <laughs> instance like that. In fact, I might have crashed the car just to kill the spider. I would probably I'd go to those lengths. Uh, Anne's in Shaker Heights. Anne, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so what was the animal that you encountered? So I had a bat in my house a couple of years ago. Ooh, a bat. A bat. A bat. Which bat. is I more common than I thought. Like like when you when you're growing up, like you think bats are like some exotic animal, but they're actually more prevalent here in Ohio than I ever thought. Uh, so tell us your bat story. So I had so I had a no <laughs> wait, wait start wait. over. <laughs> Is the bat attacking you right now? Wait, we got to start over. You you cut so, out, Ann. Uh, I apologize. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. 
So it's a Friday night. I had had a long week at work, and then I was babysitting. So I went to babysit on a Friday night, and I come home. It's like 11 o'clock at night, and all I wanted to do was just take a shower and go to bed. <laughs> so I'm, I've got the shower running. I'm in my bedroom getting ready to get in the shower, and all of a sudden I see something flying up around the bedroom, and I, I think it's a bird. I hit the deck. I'm down on the floor of my bedroom. And I look up at this thing circling my bedroom, mm -hmm. and it is silent. That's what made me realize it's a bat. Birds make a lot of noise if they get caught in your house. Um, so this thing is silent, flying around my bedroom. So I'm already on the floor. I do, like, an army crawl into the bathroom and, like, close the door and barricade myself into the bathroom. Then realizing that was a really stupid idea because my phone was in the bedroom, so I couldn't actually call anybody for help at that point. Uh, so... <laughs> I end up leaving the bathroom, getting my phone, calling my husband for some help. We check the house. We check all the curtains. At that point, I, I didn't know where it was. It was I couldn't see it anywhere. Where, where was your husband at that point? So he was at work. He okay. worked in a restaurant at the time. So gotcha. he was still at work, even though it was late. So I could call him. When he got home, we searched the house, but we couldn't find it. After I went into the bathroom, we had no idea where it was. So I like second guessing myself and thinking like my husband thinks I'm crazy. There's no bat in the house. Uh -huh. For two months, I am walking around my house like stopping before I enter into any room, wondering is is it in this room? Two is it gonna months. Like, I'm, just, I'm just like afraid of living in my house, thinking this thing is gonna come back out. And then one morning, it was a spring morning. We cracked the window open a little bit overnight, and I wake up. And I didn't have my glasses on yet, but I look at this window and I'm like, oh, there's like a clump of mud on our window or something. Ooh, it wasn't so a I clump put of my mud. On and I get closer. So that was still in our house. Oh yeah. my gosh. It came into our room. It went into the window. So it was in between our window and the screen. So it had to have come in from the house. And it was like up, climbed up to the top and it was like hanging upside down in yeah, between that's our what window. They do. And our screen, and so I like quick shut the window to like trap it in there, and we called somebody, and they came oh and they took it. Oh my gosh! In my house, and I had no idea where it was for two months. That yeah. is like what nightmares what? are made of. Living in oh fear. Oh my gosh! Will the bat appear again? <gasps> you exactly. had a pet bat. You didn't even know months. it. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. Oof. That's awful. That's tremendously scary. All right, yeah. Ann. Well, at least you got it out. Thanks for listening and for calling this morning. All right, so I, I don't think I'm going to share my story right now. Like, I have an animal story. Should I share it? Yeah, you can't just say that you have one and All then right. not share it, but All make right. it quick. I'll tell you my story. Um, so when I was growing up, when I was a kid, my dad was sick often. Like, it, he would just have episodes. Uh, so it's the middle of the night. My dad is is sick. We have to rush him to the emergency room, oh to the hospital, okay? So it is the dead of winter. Um, we're scrambling around. My mom is is gathering things. I help get my dad into the car, into the passenger seat, mm -hmm. and I decide to. I'm going to warm up the car for my mom because she's going to go to the, the, to the hospital. I'm going to stay behind and, and babysit the kids. So I get in the car. I turn the engine, and all of a sudden you hear this noise. Oh gosh, there was a bird? No, it's a, that was not a bird noise. <laughs> what noise was it? That was my cat impersonation. <gasps> what? Where was the cat? The cat was in the car engine. What? Because it's cold and cats go in there to warm 
places to find a place to sleep. And we don't own a cat. Oh my gosh. Whose cat was it? I don't know. (laughs) You're like, not my problem. Cat in the engine. I lost it. Like I lost my mind. Because my my dad is got to go to the emergency room and then I just killed a cat. Oh my gosh. However. It lived. Happy ending. We actually called a mechanic to come over and remove the cat from the engine because there was like a belt, like a, one of the fan belt, like sure. wrapped itself around the cat. Uh-huh. And the cat has like lacerations all over its body. We had a vet come over, shave the cat, stitch what? it up. The cat what? lived in a box in our house for a couple of weeks, just laying there. And all of a sudden is now our pet cat. Was well, you still cat. have the cat? Well, no, the cat has passed oh. since. I mean, that was, this is a lot of years ago. <laughs> okay. But uh, I think my sister named her named the cat Lucky. Oh, well, I mean, and it was Lucky the cat. It was. Thankfully, you caught it on its fourth life. It had some life left in it. But wow! I mean, there are nights when I will hear that cat sound, gosh, and I will wake nightmares. up. I will wake up screaming. Oh my gosh, that is wild! <laughs> it's like Silence of the Lambs for me, except oh it's my gosh, Silence of the Cat. Everyone check your engines today. Don't want a cat in there. Winter time. Do it in the winter time. <laughs> now you should be fine. Q104. I know it's a bad idea, but how can I help myself? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.